1814, during the War of 1812, British troops stormed into Washington and set fire to the U.S. Capitol. It was seized and burned by an enemy army. And on January the 6th, 2021, 207 years later, our capital was seized and stormed for a second time, not by a foreign enemy, but by American citizens, citizens who believe the 2020 presidential election was stolen from them and stolen from President Trump, who, by the way, is fully responsible for what happened on Wednesday. The insurrection that we witness at the U.S. Capitol is a reminder of what President-elect Biden said on Wednesday. Today is a painful reminder that democracy is fragile. Democracy is fragile. How does that reminder make you feel? What does the fragility of our country do to your mental health? How are you coping as the idol each of us have made of America cracks a little more every year, every month, every week, and every day? How are y'all dealing with the fatigue that, that comes for fighting for justice and for truth? How are you coping? And how should the church in America respond to these things? How should Christians in, in America react now? How about this? It's, th- it's time to stop saying this isn't who we are as Americans. Y'all saw the news. Y'all saw what's been happening. This, none of this is new information. This is who we are. It's time to, to acknowledge that, that there's more than just one America. It's time to, to really tell the truth that really law and order isn't for all American citizens, just certain ones. It's time to stop the craziness. It's time to, to believe that Genesis 3 actually happened and that sin is real. It's time. It's past time. It's time for Christians and, and, the, and the church and Christians in America to be still and know. It's time for the, for the guardians of orthodoxy to be still and know. It's time for justice warriors to be still and know. It's time for progressives and, and conservatives to be still and know. It's time for Presbyterians and Baptists, AME, Church of Christ, Methodists, Seventh-day Adventists and Pentecostals and, and everybody else to be still and know it is time. It is past time. It's time for the pro-choice and the pro-life to be still and know. It's time for angry Trump supporters to be still and to know. It's time for the Black Lives Matter movement to be still and know. It's time for people who believe in Christian nationalism to be still and know. It's time for those who have made critical race theory into some great boogeyman to be still and to know. And it's time for people who are tired, grieved, weary, frustrated, and depressed to be still and to know. It's time for all of them, all of us, and myself included, to be still and know.
that Yahweh Elohim is God and we are not. It's time. Write it down. Memorize it. Be still and know that Yahweh Elohim is God and we are not. I don't care how just our cause is, how righteous our fight is, we are not God. Please pray with us now. I am not God. I am not part of the Godhead. I am not part of the Trinity. I am a recipient of grace, just like everybody else, in need of mercies that are new every morning. None of us have it all together. None of us are without fault. None of us are without sin. And so, Father, I pray that everyone that is tuning in, everyone that is in this place, that that they will, will receive from this message what they need to receive. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that, that you will do a good work, that you will glorify Christ, and that you will minister to us. Help us to be still and know that Yahweh Elohim is God and we are not. In Christ's name that I pray. Amen. While driving, many of us are guilty of doing what is known as a rolling stop. A rolling stop refers to the act of not coming to a complete stop while driving. You just slow down a, a little bit. A rolling stop, particularly at a stop sign. And I did this morning, and I was convicted because I knew I was going to talk about it. And some of y'all might have even received a ticket because of a rolling stop. You see, the phrase, be still and know that Yahweh Elohim is God, is a stop sign that many people in America just run. They just run it. They ignore the sign and go on with their life, their causes, their movements, their protests, their conspiracy theories, and their agendas. They just go on and ignore it. The phrase is a stop sign that, that, that many Christians in America see, that we see the stop sign, but instead of coming to a complete stop, we do a rolling stop. Why? Because we have somewhere else to go. We have somewhere else to be. Too much to do. Money to make. A life to make secure and comfortable. People to argue with on social media. People to call out and counsel, ministry and church work to do, kids, sports and activities. We have causes to fight, books to read and write, elections to overturn, social media posts to type up, blogs to write and read, podcasts to listen to, protests to join. We're too busy with the Lord's work. We already know his will and what he wants. We don't have time to be still before him and know that he is God and we are not. We're too busy. Beloved sons and daughters, your good, good heavenly father 
wants all of y'all to come to a complete stop at his stop sign in Nala Rosen. The stop sign is for your good, his glory. Being still and knowing he's God benefits you. It is for your well-being and your flourishing in a world that is filled with brokenness and suffering. Be still and know. What does it look like to be still and know that Yahweh Elohim is God? What do y'all think? What do y'all actually believe? It looks like trust. Who do you trust? Who do you trust? To be still and know that he's God and, 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 and we're not requires you to trust him. You see, when you trust God, you will come to a complete stop at his stop sign and not a rolling stop. To trust him means you're, you're trusting in his protection and his presence over your life and over your circumstances. These are amen statements. The message Bible says in Psalm 46, verse 10, step out of the traffic. Take a long, loving look at your most high God. We, we can't take a long, loving look at our, at our good father by coming to a rolling stop. You got to come to a complete stop. Step out of the traffic. Take a time out from the chaos. Rest for a moment from your activism. Take a Sabbath from the ministry, your ministry labors. Give yourself a break from social media debates. Turn off the politics. Be still and know that Yahweh Elohim is God and you are not. Eventually, you will come to a complete stop, voluntarily or involuntarily, but you will come. For some of you, it's going to be in the last day, but you're going to come because you won't come now, but you're coming. You're coming. You will stop one day. If it's not today. On December the 14th, 2020, I was involuntarily forced to a complete stop when I received news of my father's death. On December the 28th, I was forced into another stop during my doctor's visit. My blood pressure was 180 over 110. I was forced to stop. I was carrying heavy, heavy bags filled with life stress and, and ministry stress and, and grief. And I'm still not 100%. I'm still not okay emotionally. But, but I have come to a complete stop at God's stop sign. Will y'all join me? Will y'all join me? Your wounded pastor is at the stop sign. Will y'all join me? Bring every fear, pain, frustration, hurt, grief, insecurity, doubt, injustice, and anger you have. Bring it to God's stop sign. Together, let us be still and know that Yahweh Elohim is God and we are not. Together, let us take a long, loving look at our most high God. Together, let us trust in his protection and presence over our life and, and circumstances. Together, at God's stop sign, let the Holy Spirit remind us of a truth about God we often forget, definitely in times of crisis and trouble.
I read a blog post by the guy named Doug Kildays this week titled, God is Our Refuge. He shared an example uh, about taking refuge from the life of Reverend Augustus Toplady. Listen to these words. Reverend Toplady was caught in a terrible storm in a gorge known as Burlington and Cone. He found a, a, a crevice in, in, a, in a croggy cliff that was large enough to hide him and, and, and himself, and he took shelter there to take refuge from the storm. It is reportedly that he wrote to him, Rock of Ages, in that very spot. Rock of Ages, cliff for me. Let me hide myself in your grace. That's the truth. We often forget about God, God in our times of crisis, trouble, and when we're in the storm. But at God's stop sign, the Spirit reminds us. And He and this truth is expressed in, in Psalm 46, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Amen? God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. He is our rock of ages. Your shelter, your, your protection, your safe place. He's the source of, of strength and, and power. And y'all will find his help in times of trouble. He's an ever present help. He's Emmanuel. God's presence and, and protection is with us. He's with you in your present tense. Not yesterday, not in the future, right now, he's your refuge and strength, your ever-present help. Do you believe it? Slow down. Come to a complete stop. Stop rolling, stop, and pass God's stop signs in your life. Slow down. Slow down. He's with us in, in every circumstance, in every conflict, in, in every celebration, in every sickness, in every death, in every success, in every failure, in life, and in death, in all kinds of troubles. He is with us. So be still and know. Come to a complete stop. Take the time to take time to take a long love and look at your father, your helper. And when you look at him, what do you see? Refuge, power, strength. Your ever-present helper. Is that what you see? And y'all, when we're, and when the Spirit's doing his work in us, we together as a body, we can sing with a unified voice, Rock of Ages, cliff for us. Let us hide ourselves in When you slow your life down and come to a complete stop at God's stop sign, you will hear the Spirit's voice remind you of this truth. God feels distance from you because you refuse to slow down. The battle belongs to him because he's God and you're not. This truth 
of God being our refuge and strength. And, and when it gets inside of your soul and when you come to a complete stop. And then when I remember to come to the complete stop isn't for God's benefit. It's for your benefit. Why? Because at that stop you get rest. It's an invitation for rest, for renewal, for comfort, for assurance. Trusting in God's protection and presence will help you not live in fear during seasons of crisis. Amen? If you are afraid, if you're living in fear, and we all have fears, but we don't have to be imprisoned by them. And so if you are imprisoned by your fears, then you need to slow down and come to a complete stop. And let the Holy Spirit remind you of who your refuge and strength is. Trouble will come our way. And we witnessed that on Wednesday. But fear does not have to paralyze you. Let the Spirit remind your heart, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in times of trouble. Psalm 46 highlights two types of troubles we don't have to live in fear of because God's presence and protection is with us. I want um, each of you to to bear something in mind here about these troubles. Both of these troubles are beyond your ability to control and see. Your power. Your resources won't help you. Your connections won't help you. Your money won't help you. Your nationality won't help you in these troubles. The first trouble is what I call natural troubles. It's, It's natural disasters. Like earthquakes and floods and tsunamis and hurricanes and and volcanoes and landslides, tornadoes, epidemics. COVID-19 is one of these troubles in our country. Can you control it? Can you fix it? You're smart. You have money. We can do anything as Americans. Are we owning it or is it owning us? More and more people are dying each day. More and more people are being affected each day. We have vaccines. Thank God. I pray that people will get them. And listen, Saints, COVID-19, listen, Saints, COVID-19 is real. It's a natural storm that, that's raging. Wear your mask. Practice social distancing. It's, it's, COVID-19 is trouble in our way that's beyond our control. But we can face it without fear. Now, I'm talking about foolishness. We live in wisdom, but not fear. Look at verses 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved in the heart of the sea, though its waters war and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. What is that? That's natural disasters. And God's presence and protection will comfort us in these natural troubles that are beyond your ability to control or fix. Let these words in, in verse 4 and 5 comfort you. It says, there's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when the morning dawns. Who's the city of God? Who's the holy inhabitation? It's his people. 
It's his people. It's his beloved. It's his sons and daughters. And for us today, his people are those who have saving faith in Jesus Christ. His people are the ones who have confessed their sin and and separation from him. They are the ones who have repented of these sins. They are the ones who have surrendered and submitted themselves and their whole life to Jesus as Lord and Savior. They are the city of God. They are the holy habitation. And his river runs through us. His presence is with us in our troubles. Again. If you don't come to a complete stop, then you won't ever see it. Stop. Stop. If Jesus isn't your Lord and Savior, if you don't trust him and live for him, then your life needs to come to a complete stop for the first time and God stops you. Stop coming to a rolling stop. Give your life to Jesus today. He died on the cross for your sins. And there's no other name, no other name under heaven by which you can be saved. Come to him. When you come to faith in Jesus, you will be counted in the number. You will be a beloved son and daughter. You will be able to rest in, in, in what verse 1 says. God is your refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. You'll be part of the city of God part of his holy habitation. So come. Don't put it off until you're better. God is giving you the opportunity now to voluntarily come and stop. Don't wait till it's too late. Because eventually you will stop the form. He's giving you the freedom and opportunity to do it now. What say you? What say you? Notice in verse 3, that the presence of water isn't calm. It's not comforting. It's dangerous. But the water in verse 4 is different. A different kind of presence. A comforting presence. A calm presence. A life-giving presence. You see, the stream, the river whose streams make glad the city of God is God himself. It's not stuff. It's not blessings. It is his very presence in the midst of his people that makes us glad in the midst of our troubles, in the midst of our disappointments. He's in the midst of us, and he will help us. He will make a way. But do y'all believe it? Come to a complete stop. Not a rolling stop. Come and be still and ask the Holy Spirit to help your unbelief. Will you? The second trouble that's beyond our ability to control or fix is what I call national trouble. Like government corruption, war, civil unrest, systemic injustice, kingdoms in rebellion against God, nations who commit heinous crimes against their own people. Look at verse 6a. Nations rage, kingdoms totter. On one hand, Kingdoms will growl like a dog, roar like a lion, howl like a wolf. They, they, will, they, will, they will do all they can to exert their power to show that they're number one. They will do all they can to be in rebellion against God. They rage on. 
And on the other hand, kingdoms would shake. They would walk unsteadily. They would sway as if they're about to collapse. You see, all nations and kingdoms in this world, they rage. They, they shake. You, you read, if you read and watch the news and, what, and keep up what's going on in the world, you see it. That kingdoms, abuse, kingdoms abuse their power. They throw their weight around, including America. All of them need to be still and know that they are not God. They are under him and forever will be. God does not need man to accomplish his purposes. You think God needs us to defend the Bible? The Bible has been defending itself before you were even born. And it continues to defend itself when you're dead. You're not that important. God does this. He does it. And we get the privilege of being part of it. He does not need you. And your power and your resources and your theology and your smartness, he doesn't need you. You need to understand your place. Verse 6b says, God utters his voice and the earth melts. What kingdom can do that? Can you do that? Does the earth move at your beck and call? No. The message Bible says, Godless nations rant and rage, kings and kingdoms threaten, but the earth does everything God says. Every kingdom is in power because God allows it. Every person that sits in the Oval Office is there because God allows it. If you come to a complete stop, you will recognize, you will see that it is God's work, his doing. We can trust God's presence and protection in national troubles and, and natural troubles. We can trust him in troubles that are beyond our control to fix. Even troubles that turn our life upside down. Be still and know that the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Is this, is this truth or is it just poetic words that make you feel good on the inside? If we don't believe this, if the beloved doesn't believe this, how are you going to expect people who don't know him to believe it? We got to come to a complete stop at his stop sign and behold his good and wonderful work because it's his work. Look at verses 8 through 10. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he brought to desolations on the earth. He makes war cease to end on earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Notice where it doesn't say there. It doesn't say I am my people. I am the church. It says I. Because it's all about him. Not you. Your job is to be still and know. To be still and know. God's presence and protection is with us in, in all of these troubles. And here's the thing, saints. He's not punishing you. He's not punishing you. He's not forsaking you because of what you go through. 
Yahweh Elohim, he's Emmanuel. He's with you in the mess. He's in the trenches with you. Our God, here's the image I want you to have. God is behind you on your right side, left side and right side, and he's out in front of you leading the way. He's leading us through the valley of shadow of death. And if you don't believe that, you need to slow your life down. Come to a complete stop at his stop sign and let the spirit minister to you. You got to do that for your own sanity, for your own peace of mind. Things may get worse before they get better. And if you ain't resting in your God, you will never have any peace of mind. One gospel song says, I'm so glad troubles don't last always. Come on, somebody. I'm so glad troubles don't last always. He might not come when you want him, but he's on time because he's our on time God. In times of trouble, I find him to be a friend of mine. When, when, when storm clouds rise in your life, he'll be there. All your burdens I know the Lord will bear. Weeping may endure for the night. Keep the faith. It will be all right. Troubles don't last always. Ways. Yeah, I wish I had to tear up here to do that on that computer, on keyboard. We can we can go on this for a couple, about ten more minutes. Troubles don't last always because God is your refuge and strength, your very present help in trouble. And what He's asking each of you to do is to come to a complete stop at His stop sign, so that you would know this is true. Let us pray. Father God, some of us are going to have to be forced into a stop because we don't know better. And so I pray that you'll force us. Coming to a complete stop doesn't mean you be, we, you become, we become passive and, and, and not do anything. It just means we, are, we need time to be renewed. We need time to be refreshed because life is hard. Life is hard. It's difficult. We have to have a season where we can unplug from other things and plug ourselves more into you. We cannot persevere and endure to the end if we're not connected more to you. Help us. Prevent us from drifting away. Bring us closer and closer to you. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would do this for our good and for the glory of our God and King. Amen.